G'day and welcome to another episode of the Breaking Through podcast. Today we have Gold Coast artist Josh King. You can find his stuff on the usual streaming platforms. How are you going today, mate? Good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, good, good. Um, you've been on the radar since December last year, um, and that's when I went to support another artist named Yuka. Um, she, you played um, just as we arrived, um, and you started with one sixteen. Um, I, I really enjoyed that one, but at the time, you obviously hadn't um, released it or wasn't really on the release radar. And um, when you did release it, it was very, a lot different to the acoustic version that you eventually uploaded. Um, was that always the way you're going to go on that one? Yeah, man. Well, um, by the time that you'd seen it live, I'd already recorded that version um, that you hear on Spotify now. Um, it was actually kind of interesting because... Um, I did write it on guitar, but then I ne- like that time that you saw it live at the Scottish Prince, that was actually the first and only time that I've ever played it in that arrangement. Yeah. I didn't know that was just the one time. Uh, was that just to see how it worked out or? Well, it was like, um, it was just like one of those intimate acoustic nights. I was like, I should give this a go, you know? Yeah. See is there, is there any like? thoughts of uploading acoustic to Spotify or anything like that? I don't know about to Spotify. I've thought about doing like um, some stripped back sort of versions, uh, maybe on SoundCloud or something like that. Because mm-hmm. um, I did put one together for back out again, but I never actually got around to releasing it. So that's something that I'm definitely going to sort of look into for future releases. Um, walk me through the writing process of 116. What kind of mindset were you in? Um, so it was kind of interesting cause I started writing it in August, 2018. It was a song that took like a long time from start to finish. And I wrote like the first two verses. Um, at the time I was living with my girlfriend, everything was great. And then, um, eventually we broke up and I like went back to this song and I was like, like it's completely changed what it is for me now. And so, um, obviously took on a little bit more of a, I don't want to say darker tone, but like a bit sort of sadder tone, I guess. Yeah. So talk to me about taking, taking it into that direction though, because you're obviously positive to negative. That's obviously because something pretty big had happened. Talk, like talk to me through about turning the, the kind of way the song was going. For sure. So it was, um, it was funny because I had, yeah, the two verses, uh, the first two verses that you hear at the start of the song, they haven't changed at all because um, it was like, there was still like this sort of hope in them and I kind of liked that. And um, I used that second verse, just little things that had happened. I kind of was like, I think that this could change someone's perspective of the chorus. So um, my friend and the guy that produced it, Jared Adlam, he said to me, maybe you should go back and like look at one of your old songs and just, you know, see if you can like change it up. And anyway, I, I went back and um, yeah, I just tried to recolor the chorus with um, that second verse, you know, putting in some like intimate sort of details and that sort of thing. And then obviously in the bridge, um, it sort of just lets go and it totally reveals like the collapse of everything. So yeah. After that one, one sixteen was a was a def, uh, definitely a good start. After that, you backed it up with uh, back out again, 
and it had very similar vibes to 116. Is that because you feel like you've got kind of your sound or um, it, it, you're still deciding which way you're going to go? Um, it, It's kind of... It's, I feel like I'm nearly there. It's like, I don't think that anyone ever really finds their sound. Like, cause I feel like you're constantly evolving as you go. Um, like 1975 is a great example of that. But, um, I think that what I'm doing now is what I'm happy with. Cause, um, you know, like, um, back out again and, um, 116, they've got like those 80s production elements in them as well. And, um, that's kind of, I really like dig that sort of that um, vibe and stuff. So hoping to do more of that sort of thing. You did a um, music video for that one. Um, how was that experience? Man, it was a lot of fun. Hey, um, I'm very, very thankful to have some really good friends that were able to help me out, save me a bit of money. <laughs> and um, yeah, we, we just went out to Kurumban Valley and uh, for two days we built that set that you see in the um, music video, um, myself and one of my friends. And yeah, it was just, um, it was a lot of fun to get through that one because that's um first ever music video. So yeah, it was a good experience for sure. I am, um, uh, yesterday, no, Thursday, um, I had Tian on the pod. Um, yeah, right. She's she's the episode after you. And um, I'd completely forgot, I'd, I'd watched it, but the... um. The Bloom series that you were on. Oh yes, uh, yeah. That's yeah. Right. So I I do, I do remember watching that because there was it's it was towards the uh, start of Corona and that's I guess when everyone was um, kind of looking for stuff to watch or you know just keep them in that um, gig type of um, mindset. Totally. Um, talk to me about that experience because obviously um, playing in front of no one. Um, you, you'd see that as practicing, but people were watching. So talk talk to me through that experience. Yeah, that tell you what, like playing like just to your phone, um, but like having people watching live, that was def like I've never done that sort of thing before. So um, it was really interesting because like I mean I've live streamed from a gig before, but never just like me in a room like playing to my phone. So that was um, it was really strange and like uh. You know, you kind of start off the stream and you don't know when to actually start because you don't know if anyone's actually watching yet. It's like a um, bit hit and miss. But, like, as it goes on, it's, like, pretty cool, you know, like um, can interact with people through the comments and stuff. Yeah, um, I actually you really enjoyed it. You don't want to start straight away because you think that no one's no one's watching yet. But if you leave it too long, then people are going to go, all right, come on, time's going. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. Yeah, so it's a bit... It was like a bit orkies like at the very start to know like what to do, but yeah, once you like get going, it's good. Tian was saying that um she actually kind of preferred performing just at home live streaming because yeah, right. um her like the stress levels of of um having everything organised when you're at somewhere and at home you could just it was just you and um she felt that that was kind of easier how do you feel about live gigging or live streaming which way do you i'm, I'm gonna guess live uh, live gigging because that sounds awesome but For sure how do you feel about it um well i i did appreciate like not having to lug my pa anywhere or um having to set anything up really just having like um my iphone essentially like that it was great it was just so easy and like 
like um you said Tian said like it was just so stress-free like there was no pressure or anything so yeah I did enjoy that side of it but like I don't think anything can really make up for being in a room with people and actual people yeah (laughs) yeah. getting actual getting actual responses yeah Yeah. that's it yeah but um no live streaming is uh definitely a good alternative though for sure um now the last time I spoke to you I said that um 116 and your new your new track strangers they were they were equal yeah um it's been a few days since i spoke to you okay yeah and um i've been i've been hitting strangers on repeat oh thanks man it's um i i think it's my favorite oh that means a lot man i'm really glad that you like it it's um it's beating 116 which i didn't think i didn't think i'd be able to say this quickly um but that one obviously has big um, nineteen seventy five vibes, and you already mentioned it before. Um, walk me through this one: the writing, the process. How did it all go? Um, so I was in the studio again with my friend Jared, and um, we were going back and forth, trying all these different ideas. Like, um, and he came up with the beat that you hear in the verse of the song. Well, throughout the whole song, and. Um, yeah, you like chopped up some shakers and stuff and we had that and couldn't find anything and like anything that we really liked and I'm not much of a keys player but I was sitting at um he's he's got like a profit rev two and I was sitting uh trying to play it and I played two chords and it was just that um rhythm that you hear the chord change um in the song. And anyway he was like, Yep, that's it. So we hit record. And we just built the track around that. We had it done pretty much in that day. And then just took um, another maybe half day to track vocals or something like that. Talk to me about putting a track together in one day, though, because obviously um, a lot of other tracks, like 116, you obviously went back to, and mm. that was a long process. How how are your thoughts toward that one day? Like, are you happy with it on that day? And then, it, or does sometimes it just, it just clicks? Yeah, some, sometimes it does just click. And I'm one of those people where if I hold on to something for too long, like I'm never get, I'm going to get bored with it. I don't want to release it or some, something silly like that. Like, um, So, yeah, I was so glad it just kind of came together. Like we just managed to get like on the same page. And um, for me, like I come from the background of writing songs on an acoustic guitar. Like that's how 116 and Back Out Again started out. But like... um strangers was completely uh production orientated so i like it was just a new experience for me in that sense so i think that that really it was like kind of it was humbling because it was like learning to write again if you know what i mean it was just so different but um yeah it was just a great experience and like that's how i've been writing a lot of my songs lately um starting with production first and um building them up from there so it's been, it's taken you out of your comfort zone a little bit. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, that, that song in particular. And like, I, I was just so stoked on how that one came out for the, um, for like the way that it came together. It's been really cool. Yeah. Um, all your tunes are um, quite poppy, like yes. not um, indie pop-ish. Um, and I know that you're a big fan of Taylor Swift and yeah, a bit sure. of John Mayer as well. Um, which I find interesting um, with their history. Um, but is there any other inspirations that you've kind of drawn from to put it all into a mix and have create your own sound? 
Man, um, Maggie Rogers is a big one. Uh, yeah, she's huge. Yeah, she's great. Uh, love her. Like uh, what we were saying before, the 1975, um, like, and like their evolution from where they started to where they are now. It's been so cool to sort of watch that and like just be able to take little elements that I like from them. Um, yeah, and whenever anyone asks me this, I can never think of anyone but yeah definitely taylor swift and john mayer like you say like um i really really appreciate like their um their songwriting their lyrics all that sort of thing like um and john, john mayer, mayer's killer on the on the guitar oh as well. man yeah like um that was the whole reason like that i like once i got into him is when i really wanted to learn guitar yeah that was yeah that was when i was 18 i think so yeah also, um, I know Taylor Swift's one of those artists that you, you either hate yeah. or you love or you secretly love them, but tell everyone you hate them. I'm, yeah. I'm in the, I, I can't stand her. Yeah, for <laughs> I, sure, yeah. Honestly, can't stand her, but um, props to what she's done. But Maggie Rogers, I'm a huge fan of Maggie Rogers. She's, so good, man. So good. Every song she's put out has been absolute gold. I, um, I agree 100%. So it's it's interesting. I think if if you just had the um, John Mayer Taylor Swift combination, I think that I think Maggie Rogers kind of balances that out, and she's you know she's pretty big on Triple J as well. So yeah, man, I think that, that that kind of puts in the indie vibe into the pop, which is um, it's it obviously works well. Um, Nineteen seventy five though, because when I first heard strangers that mm. first like 20 seconds is it 20 seconds probably 10 seconds i yeah. dead set thought that was straight out of a 1975 song i thought oh. that was somebody else oh yeah what a great song that is hey somebody else i yeah. i thought i thought i'd fucked up and put that on um so was did did you make that song and then realize that that had influenced it or was that just a happy coincidence it was probably just uh, a happy sort of coincidence because, um, like, uh, I think I said this to you the other day, like, um, I was kind of picking all these things, like these 80s, like, polysynths and, like, um, you know, these massive gated reverb toms and stuff. And it's like, I wasn't associating those things with 80s, like, 80s music. I never really listened to a great deal of it. And then, like, um, now that I sort of, have leaned into it it's much easier to sort of steer it in that direction it just so happened to like kind of coincide with that whole 1975 somebody else sort of vibe so yeah happy accident but can't complain hey yeah it's definitely a good one and um 1975 huge band so if you if you Mm. want to take some stuff from them go for it um yeah that's it all these tracks are obviously um even before um, talking to you the other day um, about losing a relationship. Um, and sure. it kind of feels like you're taking your fans through that journey, through that breakup process. Was that what you were intending to do from the start or it just kind of turned out like that? Well, I, I just like, I don't know, to write a song, I usually have to have something going on in my life. And so I feel like I kind of held on to that sort of feeling for as long as I could as silly as that sounds just so I could keep writing songs about it like a bit of a Taylor Swift move there but um huge Taylor Swift move yeah (laughs) yeah totally but um yeah it's like uh 
I feel like there are some details that you can only get out like while you're in that headspace, like that um that bridge of one sixteen. I tried to make that like super detailed and um like just as relatable as possible. Like um, and it's like I think that if you're just honest, I would think people can relate to your song. I would hope so. So that's what I try to do because um, it's like you mentioned John Mayer before. Uh, his number one thing, his number one tip for songwriting was just be honest. And so that's what I've tried to do in these songs, yeah. And obviously um, going through a breakups, obviously there's not many um, positives in that. So mm. I guess holding on to it to create something positive is a positive in itself. Yeah, definitely, for sure. It's like um, it was just one way to sort of spin it, I guess, where I could sort of get something out of it if you know what I mean like yeah um and yeah like I say like gotta have something going on in my life to actually be able to write about it and corona you don't want to just put <laughs> cooked that yeah, yeah. you don't want to put yourself into a situation and get nothing out of it come on gotta get yeah. something out of it. <laughs> yeah well that's it eh? <laughs> um I've spoken to a few artists on and off the pod hmm. um and with corona obviously affecting the music industry in a huge way um, some artists said that they pushed their release days because they couldn't play gigs or have their release parties, mm. um, all that type of stuff. But on the other hand, some artists, um, and I think you're going to fall into this category, thought it was the perfect time to put music out because people were looking for stuff to listen to, had heaps of time on their hands mm. during lockdown. So I was wondering, as you did release music in this period, what your thoughts are? Well, um, I think that for me, it's been good personally because like um, I was meant to move to London. Obviously, that got canned because um, of coronavirus. But um, I was kind of like the, the reason that I hadn't released anything so far is because I didn't really have a band together and I was like, oh, I can't play a live show. And then all of a sudden, like when coronavirus happened, it was like that just went away. I was like, oh, I can I can kind of release this and. I don't have to have an excuse to not play this like live. Like, no, I mean, like I could just do it solo, but I feel like there's too much of a difference between me sitting there with a strat to the actual record, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So I'm still working that side of it out, but um, yeah, I'm definitely glad to have put it out when I did, because um, I think it's kind of given me some confidence to release more stuff as well. Yeah, fair enough. And, um, a whole band like you can you can tell um like for Yuka, um like just seeing her on that night perform those songs mm. just with her guitar and then hearing it um in the full you know with the band and all that type of stuff it's such a huge difference totally man. so um understand where you're coming from there um we're running towards the end of the year we're August um almost September. Um, what's on the cards for Josh King for the rest of 2020? Um, hoping to release another couple of songs, see how many we get before the end of the year. And, um, yeah, putting together a band again, going to play some live shows before the end of the year. And, um, yeah, hopefully just as much new music as possible. Is there any, anywhere you'd, you'd love to play like around the Gold Coast or Brisbane or even like Australia wide that you just really, in the next, I don't know. 12 18 months that you go far out that would be mad to play at man like 
Yeah, I, I would love to get down, um, I think it's called The Forum, I want to say, in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, yeah, a yeah. really cool venue. Um, man, like, honestly, if I could support somebody at the Tivoli, like, I think that would be sick. I, I, I love that venue. Like That's saw, a good venue. Saw Maggie Rogers there not too long ago, and it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, I was just like, just such a vibe, or even like um, the Trifford is really cool. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but yeah, I'd just love to play anywhere at the moment. Like, <laughs> honestly, like uh, the way things play are. Play at the back of someone's house. Oh, yeah. 10 people there. Yep. Legit, Done. yeah. <laughs> Goals for the rest of the year. Um, we've always spoken about having gigs, but what about um, getting on a playlist or getting a song mm -hmm. to a, um, a, a, a some number? Is there anything like that that you want? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd love to get like, whether it be one of the songs that's currently out or um, one of the songs that I'll release in the future, I'd love for one of them to get onto like a Spotify editorial playlist. It's like that's really easier said than done, but um, be really cool if it could get on onto one of those official Spotify playlists. Just um, yeah. really helps it along, you know. Um, you said you're releasing some new tracks. Can you can you give the listeners a month of when the next track will be out? Ballpark. I want to say within two months, I want to say. So what's that? O around October. Yeah, I want to say, yep. Right, well, Maybe. We'll, keep you t we'll, we'll keep you to that one, yeah, if sure. not November. Yeah, let's go with that, yeah. yeah. All right, that's fair enough. Um, Josh, I know this was round two. Um, I know it's been a, <laughs> been a bit of a tricky one, but um, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. No, thanks so much for having me, man. Cheers. To keep up to date with all things breaking through, make sure to check out our socials.